touring two years ago, um, but I haven't seen anything from them in a long time. They're definitely not making music now. Uh, man, they can my, still be making music. music. My music friends are all really, like, because they're all people that were living right on the edge anyway of, of mm-hmm. making ends meet, and now they're not getting their 50 bucks a night gig. And, um, that hard. 50 bucks a night can save your life. Yeah, and for, for those dudes <laughs> yeah. who weren't doing anything else, right? Like, they didn't mm-hmm. have any other plan. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I feel bad. Like, I got out because I didn't want to do that gig anymore. I feel bad for all those guys. But, like, a lot of those guys are in their, like, mid-40s and should realize you're probably not going to make it as a musician. You need a full-time job. Like, music can be a hobby. It's fun. You're not going to make it as a rock star. Are they in that? I mean, do you think they're still in that mind space? All of them. It could happen? All of them. Yeah. I think you have to be, to be a good performer, you have to think you're a fucking rock star just to be a good stage performer, whether you are or not. I think it's all how you sell that. Those dudes all think they're the best. I always think about Beyonce. And, and Julie. She's um, a great litmus test for how successful people could be. You know, you could be no, Beyonce. No, not like That's that a possibility. I her. I channel her oh, okay. and Julie Andrews. Oh, so she's kind of like the Maharaji. Well, when I would do like um, auditions in college, I would always sing. There's a song from Sound of Music called I Have Confidence. And it's yeah. that song. And I would like sing that song to myself. And then channel and was, like, Beyonce. Walking too. I wasn't channeling Beyonce. <laughs> can you at channel that point? a live person? I thought you can only channel dead people. No. Um, I don't think you can channel. Hold on. Before we start, uh, welcome to Bastard Pastor Season Two. Uh, <laughs> we're joined here with uh, Stephanie Cable. How would you define yourself? Undefinable, baby. Existential question there. Like, how how do you define? What yeah. are you? Um, <laughs> I would just say like a, a really good mix of Beyonce and Julianne. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Yes. There you go. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, I, can you channel a dead a live person? Or do you? I think it's probably easier to channel a live person than a dead person because a live person's got all that energy just, that they're right. like throwing. You're just out sucking life force off of a person yeah, yeah, from I'm across the country. Yeah, so she gets weaker for a second. <laughs> every time, every time Stephanie she just gets, gets a little bit tired. Stephanie, how long have you been at Legend? Oh, Legends is a local Cincinnati church, in case people don't know. Right. For our international listeners. <laughs> yes, for our, international <laughs> for our worldwide audience. Um, I would say f- six years. Six like years? That. Yeah, it's been a while. longer than that. Feels like forever. Feels like well, there forever. is no before time from last March. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <It's the laughs> Everything reset? Weird Al, we're always referred to it as the before time. Uh, BC. BC before growing right. up. And you, uh, you were actually... Years? Yeah, Ella was in kindergarten and now she's in seventh grade. Oh wow, you are um, sort of a outlier in the fact that um, when you started coming, you just were like, "I'm here and I'm gonna be a part of this and I'm doing this and doing that." You're like, all my friends. Where and you didn't need. You're like, "Oh, you guys are having a party. Well, here comes the cables," <laughs> which was awesome. I always think. No, I'm feeling like now were you guys talking about that back then? Like who? Who are these people? No, no, no. Like, it was always like, man, they're their in. Way into our lives. No, for Jason. Well, because people don't do that. Yeah. We feel a lot of stress yeah. to force them in for them, oh. whether yeah. they want to be or not. So, like, you were just never any work. You just were yeah. there and you were part of the church. Because it was immediately like, okay, we don't have to worry about Stephanie and Matt. They got taken care of. Let's go over here to the people who are feeling left out and alone or whatever. Yeah, no, I just, if I see something and I like it, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm yeah. very. Trumpian. Uh, but I had met you at least once or twice at Red Tree, right? You would meet yeah. with Katrina and Audra? Yeah, but I was bringing them to you. Like, oh, really? I had never met any of you guys before I met Audra. Because oh, Audra right. and, and 
I always Ellen forget Austin were in the same class. that Audra, who doesn't talk about anything, is like our best evangelist out there. Yeah. Like, yeah, she, come yeah. Yeah. she got me at the jump and play up in Westchester. <laughs> <laughs> how did you start, Juan? I want to. How did you start talking to Audra? You obviously started it. She didn't. Well, I was new to the area. I didn't. <clears throat> I guess not new because Ella was five at that point. So I had been here for five years, but I had almost no friends because I wasn't working. I was being a stay-at-home mom for the first time ever. And there wasn't like a ton of young moms in my neighborhood. And I would remember I would just go to like the playgrounds and I would like look at moms and in hey, my mind I'd be you like, be friends? yes, I'd be like, come on. I would just Now, be, did you vet them somehow with your eyes about like, okay, not I that mean, one, not I mean, I can, oh, no, because I, no, okay. you can never tell who's <laughs> going to be tell. awesome person. So you just have to get to know all of them. You have mm. to, and it's a numbers game. Like the right. more, the more people you force yourself upon. <laughs> Wait, um, don't use that terminology. Can you erase that? You're, you can, uh, we can. Right. In a White friendship way, right. So um, we were talking at a birthday party. And I was just talking about how I was going to Crossroads at the time. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it out loud on the air. F that place. See you um, at that cross? Do you, I do want a real side note. I always think, every time, that they miss out by not playing Bone Thugs at the end of bon, every bon, service. Bon, right. I but mean, see you at that Crossroads, Crossroads, Crossroads. No, that's every be, time. They that should every be time. on their, their just commercial. Right. I don't understand. Do and I don't think they've ever used it. Tom, 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 Yes! Oh my gosh, you just made it even better. Anyway, sorry. Um, you should slide into their marketing. <laughs> and be like, hey guys, I got one idea. And then get out. <laughs> it's going to be the rest of your life. Get in, get paid, get out. Have you heard of Bone Thugs? <laughs> um, you could probably get them pretty cheap right now. No, but now they probably haven't because that... They only employ like 20 something. Oh, so yeah. Oh, is it that? No, uh, I don't know. I, don't I, was, know. I think that church actually. No, they don't. Like, I got vinyl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's old timey. I heard of my parents. <laughs> my parents' oldie station. <laughs> oh. Oh, God, like classic hip hop station. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. You so were, we were. I was. Yes. I don't know how we were talking about it, but I. Well, I didn't have a lot. Oh, you were at Crossroads. Yeah, there. I didn't have a lot to talk about with people from Cincinnati because I didn't know any. And Where, I, oh, and I wasn't living here. Very, the country. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Hog queen. Very rural. Cow queen. I was never any of those, but uh. I was friends with <laughs> chicken queens. Chicken queens. <laughs> you beef kings. You beef kings. <laughs> your royalty. That guy is living large yes, right now in the same town. Like, you know I was the 1999 beef king, beef right? King, yeah, yes. put on his tombstone. <laughs> Um, no, I was just friends with them, oh, with okay. the beautiful people. You just hung with the right people. The royalty. You yeah. were in the royalty. Country the royalty. beef royalty. <laughs> um, which was really my college nickname. <laughs> Anywho. Um, mm. So we were just talking about, or I was talking about churches and how I was leaving Crossroads, actually, because of their um, anti-gay stand. <laughs> They're very uh, anti-gay, like, and a lot of people don't know that. Did you like witness a real ass anti-gay like moments? Yes, I was up. I was at a service where Chuck Mingo was talking about what was hard about it was. Um, I was laughing because of names. Yeah, this guy right here. I mean, yeah. shouldn't we, right? Um, my girlfriend. I was in a small group with them for a long time. That's that's what Grandma Allison and. Right. That was the really the only um, connection I had with people here was a small group through Crossroads. So 
there was one particular woman in there who is still one of my dear friends today, but she had a wife and they had kids together and they went to Crossroads. And as far as they were concerned at the time, pretty open. they were, their slogan a lot of times like, meet you where you are. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, they're meeting us where we are. Like, this is where we are in our lives. We're a lesbian couple. We have children. We're a, legit, a legitimate family. So why wouldn't they think that they were welcome there? So Chuck Mingo is doing this um, sermon about how, God, I, I can just remember it so clearly. He's like, if you're gay, that is not God's plan for you. Mm. And you should be celibate. And you mm. shouldn't have children. And here, and my friend is in the right. audience with her daughter. Her, right. I think her daughter at the time was like 13, 12 or 13. And we walked out of, I grabbed Matt's hand <laughs> and almost made him bleed because I was just so angry. And I, we didn't even stay for the whole sermon. Like, that's all I had to hear. And I stood up and left. Mm. And as we walked out, they were walking out at the same time. And her daughter's in tears. And I, it just broke my heart because I was like, she was one of the people that had gone on mission trips for them. Right. You know, they had no problem taking her money right. for all right. of these years. Yeah. And sending her on these mission trips for them and having her do all the work that needed mm. to be done in our community. And then to sit there and tell her to her face in front of her children that she didn't deserve those things because of who she was, that was just... Yeah. That well, was made, unforgivable. Well, for they me. made a they made a hard. They were really an open and affirming church for for a long time, or else they just they never pressed the issue. They didn't. I care. had never heard them speak yeah. on it until it was, that, and I had been there for years. It was the it was the early. We had just started when they out of nowhere made a hard turn on that issue. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of there's a lot of culture war stuff that seems like it's empowering. Like if you just choose sides, and I think they just chose side. Like they chose sides with a, a, more, a much more traditional, a much more conservative American bend. To the church, but it was noticeable because, like, well, once you reach a certain amount of prestige or power, you can do that. You can just say, "Ah, oh, we're gonna go ahead and pick a side because we're yeah, not. Yeah, we we're a machine that can't die, anyways." They've made an. Uh, yeah, I feel like they they <laughs> they've made so much money that they're comfortable and right. sitting in their own um, judgments. But so, and that was really hard for Matt and I to leave yeah. because it was our only. Mm community. Matt and I have no family down here. Right. I was a young mom. Um, You're, so you grew up going to like traditional evangelical I sort grew of up church? Lutheran. Lutheran. Yeah, in like a country. That's Lutheran. not traditional evangelical. A country church. Really uh, I've small. never met a Lutheran that I didn't like. Lutherans are I mean, well, I probably no. met some. I have. The, the Missouri. <laughs> I know a lot. I, I know a like lot of Lutherans. I know like. cool. All of them are cool. There's a very conservative bend to the Lutheran church in the American South. Here oh, okay. you get more moderate. It's like Nate Brown and stuff. Yeah. This is cool, man. Yeah. It's kind of like Catholic white. Yeah. Catholic. You know? Did you say Catholic white? Catholic white. White. Oh, okay. yeah. gotcha. And they've got still all the liturgy and symbolism of the, of the old church. Um, but they went through a lot of ugly stuff of getting people killed too for three or four hundred years, and mm. so they mellowed out mm. because that was disastrous for them. So I then, know. coming from Lutheran, you came to Cincinnati. You're like, well, we got to go to a church because that's I never, what we do. I never ever thought. No, it wasn't because that's what we do. It's just I remember as a kid, um, there was my family, and then there was my church family, right. and our church family was really important yeah. to us. Like my pastor used to come to our school. Like every Friday, and eat lunch with us oh, in the cafeteria. I didn't do that. 
Yeah, like he. I don't think they let adults that aren't. Right, right. He was just. Because I love it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I would totally do that. It was just, it was important to me. I felt loved and I felt. I'm doing that. I'm writing that down. As a kid. Um, And yeah. Well, now it's just going to their house, I guess. It's not really going to school. Maybe just give them a little lunch text. (laughs) That's what they get now. That's all they get. But my church family was just really important for me. But I also came from a small community. So, like, my English and French teacher was also my church choir teacher right, 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 and right, you know right. there was a lot right. of overlap in our community so when I moved down here I was like I don't have any family here and I can't like it's harder to make my own family but it's easy to find and meet people at church yeah yeah and I like church and I like God and I was like I'm gonna try that and I didn't anticipate what I didn't anticipate how lonely I would be at a mega church. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought that was weird, a really, really weird dynamic that I'm in a room full of thousands of people and nobody knows who I am. If I died tomorrow, my pastor would he wouldn't speak at my funeral. He, he doesn't know. even know who the hell he I am. Right. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. Yeah. And it it took a long time for me to kind of come to terms with what it meant as a Christian going to a mega church mm. like what that meant for me and my relationship with um does Lutheran church. not have a stance on like homosexuality women's roles these sort of things Depends on the Lutheran uh, did you grow up in a church where that was like never talked about no, never no. talked like never talked about because it's fine or never talked about because we just don't want to talk about it I think it yeah because we just don't want to talk that's, about it that's probably so, the true in the small town you grew up in as well, right? right like the, right. the church is a reflection of the town. But that there was. was a time where we we had a sister church in Tanzania, um, and there they sent over people yeah. from oh, Tanzania. Yeah, yeah. And I remember sitting in a pew as a kid and hearing older guys behind me calling them N- the N words. What? And I no way. that was a turning point for me where I was just like. What is happening Whoa, right geez. now? And that really, that really changed. That was literally a switch in me. Yeah. Um, I think towards my resistance to right. um, organized religion. So. So you would you say that you never threw out God, but you definitely yes, threw out church for sure. Lot, which I think a lot of people. There was like about. a ten year period where I didn't step foot in a church. Why did you not attribute that to God? Like what's because I knew it wasn't God's fault. Right. I knew it was people. That's cool. So you would think, like, at that time, yeah, I had real experiences with this divine presence, so that's real. Yeah. This is just people. That's yeah, good. That's for sure. Most people can't make that right. uh, distinction, man. Um, so then why legend? Like, or, I mean, obviously I know how you got here, but, like, what made you go, like, oh, I'm going to stay here? Because um, I think when you came at the time... Right now, we have a pretty solid stance on LGBTQ issues. At the time, we wouldn't have said anything. I, yeah. we probably, it was probably depending on who you asked. <laughs> like, I mean, well, I kind of asked Audra first like yeah. when we were talking about What did she say? Right. I'm really I interested love, in what Audra would say. <laughs> Never been to a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I, I didn't just, even I ask her. Like, yeah, I, told, I told Audra what I had said was, I cannot go to a church that like doesn't accept gay people, and if they don't accept gay people, then usually you can infer that they're not a feminist organization or that mm-hmm. their stance on, um, 
most things that I lean towards politically and liberally, they probably aren't in the same space. And I was like, oh, is it too much to ask for just a church that like subscribes to my liberal ideologies? And I was just like, no, I get it. That's why I started my own church. That's what she said. And I was like, my first thought was like, oh, this lady's crazy. Like, Come to the church of all of you. We just, have essential oils. Yeah, yeah, she just started her own church. You're people anointed that, like The kind day. of people that start their own churches, like, live in Texas and get, like, gun <laughs> caches yes. and, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's is weird. that an option? I mean, so anything, anything like is an people. option now, I guess. <laughs> the thing that we don't have that those kind of churches have is they get a lot of money. money. They do they get really a lot of money. They really, like, rank, yeah. rank it up, man. No, Matt wasn't on board as much as I was. Was he like, we can just stay at the crossroads. He, no. <laughs> at, now I just morning. have that song in my head every time <laughs> we stand. Because uh, I miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. <laughs> they would have never given Uncle Charles a funeral because they didn't know him. Right. There's too many people there. Um, no, no, Matt was less, I wouldn't say less into it. He's just harder to, yeah. um, get to know right. or, you know, and yeah, yeah. you guys know Matt. That's, yeah. but the, I think one of the very first services we went to was you who, guys. Who was preaching, me or Jason? I don't even remember. I wasn't oh. paying attention. I always um, like to ask I was that. watching the music, <laughs> which is important. Oh yeah. Cause you're the music person. Yeah. But. Was Jason leading more? No, like, it was really no, here. it was actually it was Monty. <laughs> okay. Monty was there. Um, it was right on the edge of I think Sarah was leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I saw right. her a couple times. Oh, Sarah. Yeah. Um, but I just liked that it was small because that's normal for me. Jazzercise room. Yeah, it was a <laughs> shitty little room in a community center. <laughs> At first, I was like, "This is a little bit gross," but we can work <laughs> just, with it. Don't touch anything, kids. We're yeah. Good. And then you guys picked up on the gross factor. I never once felt like that building was like was gross. So I thought it was hard to use. I but definitely it just was had, old. had gone into the bathroom where like they had never cleaned it all week from the kids, and I was like, it's I, there's stuff everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> pee all over the floors and. Yeah, I wish it was pee. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> what is kids? How kind of rec center is this? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. And then yeah. um. Shitty room. Yeah, I don't know. I felt. It just felt good. Like the vibe was good. I guess the sermon must have been good because I didn't think it was terrible. I remember not. <laughs> I remember thinking like, okay. Um, okay. And then we had one of well, one of the first people I ever met there was Joel. Oof. Oh, and you're like, there's a gay man. Here. <laughs> oh, like, that happens so often. We no, I'm like, not joke either. You know, I'm like, no, but people, people no, 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 no. Like, but that, that, like, we just got uh, Melinda was like, oh, I love that you guys have this gay man. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I didn't know who. And she's like, um, uh, Joel. And I was like, no, no, no. That was his wife, Kristen, was right next to him. She goes, but he kept calling her his beard. <laughs> and I was like, that was a joke. And she goes, she... why would you joke about that? Um, I, he literally I'm, said. No, I'm editing this whole section out because I, I don't want to deal with the wrath. Because <laughs> you don't live next door, I'm Chris. sitting there like. <laughs> you know the first season of. The if you're season, editing this out. We're please. not editing anything. Are you kidding the me? The first season of this, we always referred to him as Voldemort. Like we would yeah. call him by name. Well, I mean, so now Joel is one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, and I feel like we have a really great friendship. And so, like him being one of the very first people that I met and talked oh, yeah. to, mm-hmm. I felt like he he doesn't know this. I never even told him this, 
But I was just like, he was my first, other than Andra, my first interaction with somebody from Aww. here. And I was just like, I really liked him. He's awesome. And I really felt like he wanted to know about yeah. me. And in the whole four years I was at Crossroads, not one person ever came up to Aww. me and said, hi, how are you? What's your name? Joseph. Like, and Jared, too. Yeah. Jared's the same way. I Jared's really good with new visitors. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Joel's actually a perfect example of mine and Justin's. You might as well know now theory. Like, right. you might as well know if you're going to be offended by filmmaking. Yeah. Hold the mandate off right now. We wanted to put that on our website. Legend. Might as well find out now. You might as well now. figure out. <laughs> because we get so many. You've seen. You've met them. We'll have people who I'm one of a them. month. I feel like. Or a month and a half. <laughs> no, no, no. People will come for a month, a month and a half. And we'll, me and Jason talk like, oh, they're not at our church like just based on the things that they're saying like yeah. well you know as long as it's good bible teaching i'm like yeah you're not gonna <laughs> last at our church like, as, as long as they're morals right. and things like that not yeah, right, right. No. we've actually sat down we sat down with a, a group that was going to be like a canopy group that we could legend could be a part of so for other pastors we could meet with them and talk to them ask them questions like it was gonna be really cool for jason and i um, just like a, I don't know. Like the street team? No, no, no. no it's it's just like, like a, a group, of, a network. Sorry, a network of network. churches, and we could be a part of it. And it was gonna be really cool. And they were like, "Hey, we love you." He, the guy came to Cincinnati. We met with him. He's like, "Man, we love you guys. I think everything is gonna be cool." He's like, "As long as you, uh, as long as you have the same stance on gay folks that we do." And I would go I immediately. We're in. I don't know. He didn't say exactly like that. Did you hear? He said, did you hear? He go. But <laughs> I just look at Jason. I'm like, I don't think. I bet we don't have the same stance. Well, and, and, like and then you tongue kissed each other right in front of him. Yeah, we had done that a would ton have of work with them, and he, they like <laughs> everything awesome. about us. And he's like, "Well, as long as you agree with this one thing," and I was like, "You're not gonna agree." And then, <laughs> told, then they had like three months of internal meetings about what to do with us because they really liked our church and wanted to be part of it. So then they called us to say, "Hey, we don't think you're gonna be a good fit for organization, but we want you guys to stick around to be invited and stuff. We're gonna call you and like still, you know." No. Radio silence. Haven't heard from them once. Well, and their line But was, also, what makes them think that we want to effing partner with them when right, they're well, acting that way? You well, know what I mean? Well, that was what I had said later. I was like, well, you know, if this is how they think here, then it's not going to... And we're going to probably disagree a lot. But, like, I just... Um, but one, the thing that... It wasn't even our stance or what we do or me doing gay weddings. It was... They asked, would you allow a couple uh, that go to your church to uh, be in leadership. And Jason goes, yeah, because, and legend, being in leadership means serving, and everyone serves. That's We're fine. so like, desperate for yeah. service. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Any, literally, and that should be the thing. Literally, literally anybody. anybody. Although, interestingly, for this organization, they would trip up your, because they would be the more concerned on the LGBTQ issues, but if you don't let women be pastors there, they won't let you in. So like they 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 don't want LGBTQ folks in leadership, but if you're if you don't let women preach or be on your leadership team, they you can't join the road network. So they're very strong like in terms of women's stuff. Again, yeah, it's weird church. how people can pick cherry just, just cherry pick that. I think uh, though the women's issue has become especially for most churches who are led by a male and in, in this case probably a white male. It's become really cool and easy to be like, oh, we accept women. Uh, like Mandy, who's one of my pastoral mentors, she'll say she got invited to a, a pastor's meeting like in Cincinnati. It was like mm -hmm. Brian Tome led it and all these sort of like large churches. And she's like, everybody on blast today. Well, and she's <laughs> like, well, they invited me. And she's like, I know that they only invited me because I'm a woman. And she's like, fine. She's a token. And she's like, because they want to feel like, look at us. We have a woman involved. Mm -hmm. And she goes, everything I said 
they just were like, because she's like, no one will disagree with me. No one at all will go, oh, I disagree. She's like, which I would love them to because that puts me on equal footing to them. But she's like, they just go, oh, and change the subject. Like, because <laughs> like they were saying like, hey, in this COVID thing, I have to tell you the story because they were. It was together to say, hey, as churches, as larger churches with resources, what can we do for the city, for other churches? And so she said they started off the conversation saying, hey, well, you know, a lot of churches are going to die and suffer through this and not make it. And she just pipes in and she goes, well, maybe. She goes, but the church is stronger than just money and buildings. She's like, I think if we ran out of money and buildings, our church would still get together and it would still be a church. Like it's, you don't have to sum so short. And she goes, they all just go. And so anyways, back to the thing. Like, uh, <laughs> but she, she was like, the one decision they made, uh, that this that whole group, they came out, and the decision was they bought a billboard on 71 and 75 that says, we're all in this together. She's like, that's what that whole meeting came up with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And Do you think it. in your mind, um, what I immediately was thinking about was like the Anchorman movie where – they blow the concord the concord is like mega oh, church team and they all assemble. Said, what are you doing we had gang fights like anchorman too or anchorman we, we would we would be so good in a gang yeah. fight oh my god with our lack of morals was... yeah <laughs> with, our, think... with our gays and women's we'd be we'd be very good you'd be like um i think roy killed someone <laughs> <laughs> Joel, did you throw a trident? Joel, Joel would definitely kill. Joel's kill list would be at least two to three people, I feel like. Um, uh, so, hold on. Uh, and so you liked Legend, and then how oh, yeah. long was it before you became, like, superstar singer? I immediately infiltrated Monty's organization. Yeah, oh, because you heard Monty and you liked that, and you were like, hey, I can sing. It was, I think, the very first time I was there after church. I just went up to him, and I was I just was like, hey, I want to sing. I do remember you getting on stage quick, like not in a negative way, but thinking, "Man, she just started." I don't have a yeah. clue. Idea you were what like, she uh, "Slow your roll, B. Who the hell are you?" But no, same whoa, thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Same thing. Like uh, you got to pay your dues. There was your church one, dues. There was one person that we pay told church dues. There was one person. <laughs> no, literally, that we, told we need no money. To, right? Yes. <laughs> there was one person that we told no to about being on stage because they wanted to do interpretive dance on Easter Sunday, and we didn't know who this no, person no, no. was. Which I'm very it sad about that just because we told someone no who goes to our church because we probably would know. She showed up one Sunday, and this is right in the beginning where, again, anyone is cool. So she's like, I need to talk to you afterwards. I was I was preaching, and I was like, okay. So And she starts weeping, and I'm like praying with her. Oh, like no. Her light's falling apart, everything. I'm like, oh, man, this is crazy. So then I checked up on her again on Tuesday, sent her an email, like, hey, or, you know, you you're still okay. Her husband was? Yeah. And then she, like comes to Red Tree on like Wednesday. It's like, hey, I got your email, thanks, thanks, for the, your church is awesome. Hey, I do interpretive dance and I would like to do one this Sunday, which, which was Easter Sunday. I was like, hey, yeah, man, we would love to see interpretive dance, that's cool, uh, but not, we can't do it this week. It's, hey, it's not enough time. You're like, I don't know, like, maybe in a couple of weeks or something, let's check it out. I, interpretive look, dance Sunday is the fourth Sunday of every <laughs> yes. month. I was just away. like, and she was like, that's I have sad. never felt so judged in my life. <gasps> yeah. This is why churches, churches just judge people. You're judging me because of all the things I told you last she Sunday. She went to Fridays let me... and complained about you and me to Monty and Candace when they were still working a Friday. Oh, she was about how like close-minded and negative we were. So, I mean, it's she, definitely Her job more... was an alpaca yeah. farmer. farmer. Yeah. 
I'll she do, had three, though. I'll do a caveat. <laughs> I don't think interpretive dance is ever cool, especially on Sunday mornings in churches. I've never seen I one. mean, I would I know, laugh. Well, I know some people who, <laughs> I know some people who are, it's really meaningful to them. Uh, yeah, and, and it's, and I it, think it's really a, an important part of their church. So I wouldn't just, like, write it off. But Ooh, hell. I, just friends that I've had um, in North Carolina. And they're like, man, that is what does it for me on Sundays? No, well, I went to uh, several different churches in North Carolina, and it's the South. Mm. And there was a few that did interpretive dancing. I had never seen it because I grew up in the whitest white church right, in the middle right, of nowhere. So it was like a definitely ah, a new well, thing yeah, to me. That's good. But I was like, oh, this is and it's I, a nice palate cleanser. Because for, I don't, I don't, okay. I, mean, I don't know how to interpret dance. Like, so if I'm a member of the congregation, I don't know what to do with what's happening. So like, that's my sort of disconnect. It's like I don't know how to make sense of, but I don't like dance in general. Like I just as a general rule, I don't like. Yeah, dance. I don't think I can. I, can, can um, do not I don't like think dance. I can think outside of literal interpretive dance, like Jews on the Cross, <laughs> like <laughs> Rhythm of the Dead. Yeah, that, well, that's what I think. It reminds me of um, like hula dancing and mm. how that is sacred to Native people in Hawaii and how every yeah. movement means something and it's a story. And it's, it's war. And you know, it's, it mostly has to do with war and sex. Um, and mostly that men do sense. it on the island. Because uh, a friend of mine was from Hawaii and he's a hula dancer. Oh. He's like, oh, it's usually war, sex, like, but in a good, like. Sunsets. And, uh, and it's mostly men and mostly it's too. But, that, but that's how I like link yeah. the two together. I'm like, yeah. oh, so like hula dancing to Hawaiian people is what like praise um, dancing is yeah, sure. to this certain sure. church. There's a deaf church. church here in Cincinnati. We went several times when I was in college and there you, they have like flags and stuff at the door, especially if you are not deaf to like come and they want you to interact with movement so that because no one's hearing anything you're saying so during a song um you you you're moving is more important than, than what they hear in your mouth anyways I, are um, you totally regretting that you never i mean it would have been a great story now like uh, no, because she was also crazy crazy, crazy man. person like, like not like uh, not and not not funny crazy like putting her like letting her do that would be like more fuel on a crazy fire. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well it, I it, can't imagine anyone showing up on Wednesday. That, um, we praise dance sometimes. I can't imagine anyone <laughs> show up on Wednesday. <laughs> do whatever saying, you want on the Zoom call. <laughs> I feel like I I feel like I do a little um, bit of that yeah, on stage anyways because I make weird movements. I mean, the Zoom call is open ground. I put on a Joel mask and talk through it. <laughs> That's true. I, embar- I actually thought about that like a week ago you and got embarrassed for myself because I did tongue to the Joel mask. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm kind of embarrassed that I did that now. Not only did you do it, Are it's, you? it's on Facebook forever. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just do things. Um, uh, hold on, I have another, I had another question. Oh, so you um, started singing. Yeah. Yeah. And from that moment on, when did Matt get in? When was he like, yeah, I like this? Um, I think it was when we started just maybe getting together outside of church. Matt had not had a lot of friends. Um, he had bachelor friends because mm-hmm. he was in bachelor mode right. for such a hot minute. Oh, gotcha. Not like friends who watch The Bachelor together. Right, no, <laughs> not like... Not like you, no. Because I would be a bachelor friend. I know you would. Um, <laughs> I love that you say that out loud. Um, love, that, love that for you. Before it was a bachelor, it was Twilight. For, for the first time. I years. still like Twilight. But like he used to like show stop a conversation. He'd be like, hey guys, did you really <laughs> Twilight the whole movie? You're like, what? I've, now that's it's something you should vampires. be embarrassed about. It's yeah. werewolves and None. vampires. Who doesn't like a good werewolf and vampire story? Oh my God. 
<laughs> I just feel like I need to reevaluate some things with you. Um, ooh. Podcast. Monty, look. <laughs> you Is that how you spell his last name? No. No. <laughs> I, I, um, M O N T Y. That's the werewolf. I know. That's werewolf. I know. And I would spell it M O N T Y. I would bastardize his name as much as possible so that he could see it when I would send him a text and he would get so upset. He's like, that's not how you spell my name. That ain't how you spell my name. That ain't how you spell my name. And so now it's just, now I just do it on purpose to be a little shit. That's a power move. Yeah. I have a question. Where are your friends who went to Crossroads who walked out with you? Where are they at now? Um. Well, I brought Allison with me. Yeah. Um, Didn't dig. No, Allison? no, 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 no. Your your gay friends. Uh, with oh, the they they actually moved oh, okay, to gotcha. Columbus. Um, yeah. But they would definitely, I think, be here. Yeah. Um, and my other friends, they they've left Crossroads too. Um, I think my one friend went back to Catholicism, or like they dip in and out sometimes, mm. but they mostly just camp on the weekends. <laughs> so they're in the they're in the church. That of nature. weekend you were talking about something happened that weekend because I guess maybe that was the first time because I had several friends text me that week. Did you know that Crosswoods thought this? Mm -hmm. yeah. And since <laughs> then, I feel like it's just kind of been my um, duty to inform because I know so many right. people that go to Crossroads Whoa. and I know that they don't know that Crossroads has that stand and if you guys ask Lenny don't even ask Lenny <laughs> about Crossroads because she um, will read your ass up she will read you the right act about why well, we don't go to Crossroads because so Lenny won't tolerate it my my eight-year-old will not mm -hmm. tolerate any homophobia or anything like that well, so that love boldly organization their big thing is that you should be more, you should just be clear for people. Like whatever shape right. you take is fine. Yeah. But like the sort of I should be able to know it, it off the jump. The sneaky, I should be able to look on your website. to it says uh, is damage, is really destructive for people if they like, they form communities. Yeah, that's exactly, I mean, that's exactly what happened with us. Cause I was just like, I felt all, all, all over again. It was yeah. just like breaking up with right. the mm. only people that I knew in the city. And, but honestly, like, they suck anyways. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't, like, like I'm just saying, I just can't with, it just wasn't for me. I can never be yeah, a I mega think, church person. That's, that's I'm too interpersonal. I like talking to people. I like yeah. knowing people. That's been my healthy, that's been my way to be healthy about it is just to say, man, I'm glad that for, I'm glad they're rescuing sex trafficking. Like, I'm glad they're doing the work that they're called to do. They don't answer to me. Yeah. Right, and, so, I, and I do want to say, like, I, I would do Go Cincinnati every year, and that's a great, yeah. like, that is a great thing. Like, go into our community and clean stuff up. Like, I can get behind that. I can get behind the the sex trafficking work that they do. Um, right. I can't get behind how they prey on people money-wise, which they do. <laughs> Um, when, I cannot get behind that. I cannot get behind, and I cannot get behind their they're like they're feminist. They have a lot yeah. of feminist issues over there that I'm just definitely not into either. Now. When um, you left, did you walk out and be like, I'm "Gonna save somebody"? Yes, <laughs> I did that. that. Was just another exactly. I know it was. I was waiting. I know you were time. dying for it. I, <laughs> I was could, like, I, guess I, I could. This was like right on the tip of your lips. I hey, see um, it coming out. Next order of business. So you, even though I don't think you see yourself this way, are pretty much, people see you and think that you're like 
a leader, pastor, like of the church. No, all the time. The, I mean, the, I texted you the other night. The liest of lies. And, but it's not. It's actually a truth. You, you just don't accept it for yourself. Um, the uh, I rebuke it and because Jesus. you know it's whatever the general uh, community is going to think is what they're going to think regardless of whether or not you can't um, do anything about it right so because i told you the night someone Watch told me, me <laughs> challenge accepted i was talking to a woman at our church is like oh who would you want to uh you know who, who do you look up to who do you, would you want to emulate and they were like oh stephanie and i was like oh I and i, so I, I was her. surprised but not surprised because like who would want to do that? i was just like oh i wouldn't would i thought exactly. of all the world because she asked me and who i'm throwing out to. like rob bell like these people like who are you know Worldwide, whatever. I was like, "Oh, you're going real local here." I think you're gonna say low. Your your standards no, are so local. so low. And she was like, "It's her personality. It's her. She's not afraid. She does this. She does this." Bullish. And I know that you have a lot of your own insecurities, but mm -hmm. um, does all of this like being a legend and singing because you sing and um, it really it's it actually changed our whole vibe. I think when you add and you your presence. Uh, your voice, all of that on that stage changed a lot of where, like, I think for the first time, I, pro and I know definitely for my wife, but I go like, oh, we could be good at something. <laughs> like, we could be good at something. Yeah. I didn't realize that, like, this is good. Like, I always like, like, when Jason led the women in the beginning, like, I always liked it. And I always felt a sense did? of yeah, I did actually. I liked Jason's voice, <laughs> and I felt a sense of worship and stuff. But when you added, and Monty was always good and entertaining, but when you added, I was like, oh, this could really be something. Um, anyways, I think about that a lot because people will be like, well, you know, the leadership, you and Jason, Stephanie, Monty, like, you're always sort of thrown in there. Um, mm. And anyways, what do you feel about that? Um, I guess I would say I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I don't ever approach any Sunday in that in that right, like, right, mind space or in that capacity because um, I don't feel like I'm qualified. I probably, you guys know me, I'm very, I'm not versed in the Bible very well at Whatever. all. Whatever, you say I'm that not all the time, at all. but I'm not you, at all. I don't actually think it's as true it's as true. you think it if is. It's true. If we're watching Jeopardy and Bible is a category, Matt will run the board. And I'm just like, Cain and Abel for every answer. That's all I know. Cain and Abel. Not Jesus. Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. There's those brothers, Cain and Abel. One of them loved the other one so much. Somebody killed one of them. Can't tell you who. But, um, yeah, I, I don't. That stuff isn't important. That stuff doesn't. It just isn't important to me. Right, right. Um, I don't know why it's not. It just. Do you? I feel like we always talk about this about yeah. how I have so many hangups um, with that. But it's interesting. So this is where I'm going with this whole narrative that we've spun here. Because um, you say that a lot. You say, "Oh, I don't know a lot. I, I have I have a real lot of." I know, don't. I hate. I feel but, like when I have to talk in comparison to like. I feel like Monty is so like thoughtful and right. purposeful in his when he publicly prays and when I publicly pray it is just truly the uh it's I I feel like it's such a disservice to everybody well, that's people, in well, we there. Think that every time we're like, I know oh, you jeez, I just got disservice. <laughs> it just confirms like what I truly think about um because I I just feel like in terms of communicating 
with God or with other people about God, I feel like I'm still a child mm. in that way. Mm. Like, I don't feel like I ever grew up or that my um, communication but abilities spiritually ever grew up. I just heard a story of you were raised in it. You, you've grown through it. I mean, to the point where you were in a church and like, hey, I don't like this thing and I'm going to make a decision. Like, it's very... Right, but that's always like for myself. But to, to give it to other people... You're all... You, I, you're infinitely better, more comfortable at it now than you were three years ago. Like from watching from the from the from the audience. There's definitely so like Facebook posts of people that are like, oh, "Wow, that was embarrassing for you." <laughs> like I remember. What? No. Yeah. Uh, what? Who's doing that? Like your friends? Not like. Well, no, I. Is that on Legend Ladies, the no, one that we don't know anything about. Some real church <laughs> website. Real church. We're like, if a decision wants to get made, it's not happening there. I have to ask my wife what's going true. on. I'm like, Kristen, it's anyone true. post anything? No, I'm specifically um, remembering. I think it was Jared Morgan. He didn't post it. I posted it. I, it was somebody took a picture of me um, while I was trying to do announcements, and I forgot that I was supposed to do announcements. And I was just oh. like, "Who the hell is doing announcements right now?" And it was supposed to be me, and I just mucked it up real bad, and it was like really destroying now, the vibe. I, you were and like I was like, "Well, I just no, no." And Jared was like, "That was really on brand for." Oh. <laughs> but no, Jared. I thought it. But Jared said it was like hilarious and funny and I side note it. it does not matter how much we pre-plan any of the announcements nobody stuff. listens it does not matter <laughs> jason was like writing about look all you have to do is read this it, it's still messed up yeah. every sunday uh, who, who's doing what well now, uh, it's, I don't know now what it's just like you're expected make, uh, we got something going on tomorrow i guess uh, uh people i think people underestimate how difficult it is to extemporaneously speak it's her it's terrible when you're like you just come out of a mode of singing normally like you've been doing another and, thing like th in front yeah, of the crowd and i think that the hard part of that is like i don't as much as i love listening to you guys preach and as much as I think that you're amazing at what you do like oh, my thanks. let's hear more my <laughs> tell me more um my mode of worship or connection yeah, music, to God right. is just it's always been through music right. and so and I know that a little bit of me is really self-conscious because I know like I make a lot of weird faces when I sing and I know that I like close my eyes a lot and look I know that I look weird like I, I'm really I'm really self-aware of that. I've never thought that once in six years. Of you really? Really? Never <laughs> I like that all the time. Like, I'm please, look, I'm I look hope from nobody, now on. look, yeah, I'm get in there. Sit in the front row and you'll see. Or, you know, sometimes I'll like hit my head or do weird things while I'm singing. But, and I cry a lot when I sing. I just, nice. but it's also, it's like the eight in me and it's the cancer in me that like, I don't, um, emote comfortably mm -hmm. around people usually. So like Sunday morning is the one time of the week where I give myself permission mm. to really do that. Well, and I, I think it's good, <coughs> like especially if you've spent time at Crossroads, the mega church, the mega church is about the show and the production. And we made a very intentional effort not to be about the show and the production. So I'd rather have you being up there being honest and flooding through some things than being up there and being fake. Like, if you were up there, like, if you were up there pretending to be a seven or a nine and seven, eight, it would be awful. Hmm. Like, yeah. if, you, if you got an idea of what you thought... You can't be no nine. But if you thought you were being what you were supposed to be, then it would be terrible. And, uh, like, it just wouldn't float. Um, Monty and I have an ongoing... Because there's tension there between 
elevating the performance, yeah. which is important, versus making the performance the goal, which is not important, right? The, the performance has to be good enough to not be distracting, but not so good that it becomes the end goal. And so, like, there's a tension there that we talk about all the time because it's every church I've ever been at. Like, you got to work that out, and I think it's hard. Um, here's the last question, and we can stop with this. But uh, so the you other thing, the only thing I've tro- good. the only thing I've also <laughs> noticed, and I think it's true. And despite Jason and I's best efforts, you are the only feminine presence on stage. Uh, Is we this tried a portion to- of the program where we talk about my vagina? Because I've been waiting. Yeah, so tell us. So what was you? That was just a period. I am. Oh, why are we talking about this? Missed my period yesterday. This is a this is a running joke. This is joke. not where this question was supposed this to go. This is a running joke on our worship team. Is that Stephanie sent an update to everybody? I do. I have a text chain of men, specific men from the church that I text them every time I get my period. Which is every other week. Why? I don't understand. <laughs> why this is the oh, There are theories about this that, like, Monty's been trying to figure out why he sent this text message, and somebody's like, she thinks one of you is uncomfortable with this conversation. That's why she keeps going at all. But I don't think you're uncomfortable now. I think at the beginning you were, you guys so were. So I'm very visual. Okay, so I'll put I, you on the text chain. Right, Justin does all like, of it. Justin happening. doesn't like bodily like. You're picturing at all. me just bleeding. Yeah, like, very graphically. Right now. Um, I love that. I love that the blood just drained out of Jason's face, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" (laughs) I knew it was coming. I did not know it was coming. I knew it was coming. (laughs) That was a curveball for me. (laughs) Oh man, Uh, I actually have it in my brain set up. I don't think I'll tell the full context of the joke. (laughs) Though I, I've determined, like just like with Joel, I'm never going to let you out inappropriate me, and so I keep things lined up. Like, hey, what can I say back that's equally over the top? You're like your vagina. How about my butthole? feminine presence that we have that's a constant and it's it's more important than you know like when you um I, I, oh we brought up your song like you wrote a song um that was good and we liked it but i had people from the church come to me who loved it and they were all women and they all regardless of what you said in the song the words the melody they all loved it because it came from you and i feel like every time you speak Every time you pray, yep. every time you're doing something, and probably even when we're like doing something like at Bramble Park, hanging out, uh, I think men also, but women especially, are looking at you, and they, Stephanie, like I'm going to listen to what she says, or she's a leader here, like, and as much as you can, yeah, like, my first instinct is like shaking my head, <laughs> yeah. don't do but it. you need to take it because it, it's real, like you really are the the closest thing we had, and even though, and despite our best efforts to get women to preach, the women to do things, um, you have and you do, and it really does mean something. It's a, it's pretty invaluable, not just on this culture, you're a woman, so yeah. it's great, but like that we get to have that voice because we, because Jason and I, as much as we can, we can't have that voice, right? We can only, no, it's we true. As silly them, as it sounds, like just having representation and right. anyway, is, but it's, cool. well, it like, just, but it mean, and it happened organically. It happened naturally. It didn't, Forcefully. It wasn't, uh, <laughs> but I think it I wasn't really like Jason and I like, okay, there. we need a woman up here. Uh, how about that new girl with glasses? Let's take her. Which is the way it should happen. Right. Like you're, you're a part of the congregation. And I think, I think we've gone out of our way to deconstruct real like authority anyway. Like to the point of like, can somebody be on the leadership team? Sure. If you want to go to a couple extra damn meetings a month and then you're expected to be at everything and do all the stupid shit. Yeah. You, you're yeah. welcome to that. So like we don't, for the I record, was, I'm not on the leadership right. team. <laughs> well, or the, not? No. Right 
Uh, but I um, gave Monty the same speech when he was a volunteer worship leader that you're a pastor whether you want to be because right. you're up front. Well, and we've had a we've had a person who joined it because they wanted to be a part of decision making, and when they realized how much. Like it wasn't that. How many that. decisions? Or no. how many? How n- There's there very few no decisions. decisions. It wasn't about decisions. It was actually more what about like. What kind of bagels should we bring on like, Sunday? They like bounce off of it. They're like, yeah, this isn't for me. Um, you guys the, are too uh, boring for so, that. So uh, uh, do yes. you want to preach on one Sunday? I so I've thought about that a lot. Oh, yeah. I thought I'm about glad. it I thought a you lot. Would say no. Um, my. My thought with that is that, like, if they ever asked me, I'd probably say yes, but I would never be like, I want to preach for you guys. I'm going I would to, never, I would never, um, like, start the ball I'm going right to hold this when, for when we really need it. What would you talk about if you had right now? If it was like, okay, I would talk about this, what would, what would you talk about? Um, I would probably talk about, I think that there is a very specific moment in my life. I, so, first of all, I think that when you have guests, um, preachers, I think what people want is the story, right? Yeah. Like they, I think that's what they want for the regular preachers. Yeah, right. they want um, the story that is compelling yeah. and mm. whatever. I think that that's kind of the job of, or at least that's right. what every what guest pastor has what? has been for us. And I, I just come to expect that. Like, what's the story? Yeah. Right. Um, and so I guess I would just tell my story about um, like how I came back to God yeah. from a period where I wasn't yeah. into it. Um, so it's go not, ahead and start formulating it. Cause well, and I think that's it's actually... It's not very... It's not an exciting story. That's think, what I'm saying. Like, nobody gives a rat's honest. ass. Like, like, be, what, but, there's uh, that rat's ass thing again. I don't understand why we say I'm that. I'm saying rat's ass. <laughs> it just rats? feels good when you say it. It just feels good in your mouth. <laughs> I don't think it has Do a it. good mouth feel. <laughs> yeah. Rat's ass. Rat's I don't like it. I don't like it. I expected that joke to go to different I know. Direction. Where were you? <laughs> oh. God. Oh, in your mouth. I, I was talking about the words coming out. It's fine. He got sexually harassed by Joel on text message yesterday and didn't know what it was, like, what the content Oh, because he sent a link, and I didn't click the link, <laughs> and Jason and you said should never click the link. The link. <laughs> and I clicked the link, and it's I was like... It's on your phone forever. But if you die, and they go through your phone, and like, this guy's in some weird-ass stuff. About it, was about, it was about Vagina how Vagina dentata? It was about how to not transfer COVID doing oral sex, but he was talking about the fact that my car is always parked out in front of Jason's house. <laughs> and he was like, he said it to the both of us, like, hey, just hope you're being, and it says, hey, I hope you're being safe. And I had no idea what he was talking about. With the, no, the things Leadership like, meetings. The things he regularly says to us that you would never get a, I can't walk on my back porch without getting a text message that just says, nice shirt. Mm. Yeah. I go outside to grill. I get text well, that's people. just being a supportive friend. No, like, it's not. He's just telling you what a nice shirt you have. Is what it is. That's the kind of guy Joel is. <laughs> What's wrong with my shirt? What's wrong with my shirt? Take I, it off. No, what I expect. No, to he see, would not ask you to take your. Shirt I expect off. to see like a laser dot when I look down. Like I expect that he's got some sniper <laughs> oh. rifle pointed at my chest. Or just like a telephoto lens and just taking pictures, I'm, weird, creepy pictures. Of I him. started the war between me and him, so it's my fault. Yeah. But. It wouldn't, that's what I'm saying, like, I just have such a low, um, not, like, a sense of myself, but I know that in the world of 7 billion people, mm-hmm. like, my story is not very, it's, it's not very exciting, you know, it's not it's anything probably special, the problem with most people it's not, not exciting yeah. and special. And, and I don't think people want exciting All we special. have is our stories, man. That's it. No, that's true. Hey, what, um, why do you think you have such low confidence when you are clearly, from the outside, no one thinks that about you? 
Well, I wouldn't say I have low confidence. I'm. I feel like I have oh, yeah, pretty yeah. good confidence. That's good. I'm 50%. Guess. I'm 50% like egomaniacal. 50% right. like, very self-deprecating. So I just feel like that's a really good balance. Right. But um, insecurities. I just think because I have, I have really high standards, and you can never. You're your worst critic. You yeah, know, right. I can never. I think that's worse for. As an eight, yeah, yeah. Because as you're a nine, aware, I really like myself. You're aware of everybody else's faults. Cool with it. Like yes. I'm aware of everybody's faults around yes. me all the yeah. time. But I, I mean, I'm also aware and critical of my own faults. Because mm. yeah. I'm gonna hide you. I'm gonna hold you to a high standard. So I'm gonna have to hold myself to a high standard as well. Yes, I have really, really high standards for people. Um, huh. Do you have a high standard for me? Well, Graham, <laughs> yeah, well, I would be surprised six, if you six said yes. Later. <laughs> I would be real surprised if he said yes. You meet all the criteria. Like you're fine. You're fine. The standard was here. Yeah. Just because I have high standards doesn't mean I can't lower them for certain people. You work with what God gave you. Yeah, it's it's fine. But it's just I know, I know what I want to be, and I don't often like. It's, it's the screw-ups and the mess-ups, mm. and that keeps me from being at that elevated place. And so it's like, oh, I'm just really hard on myself. Right. I'm just, right. because I want, I want to feel, especially in terms of our worship music, yeah. like I, because I, I connect my spirituality through music so much, like I feel that responsibility to make that connection for other people. And that's such an important connection for me. Yeah. So if I can't do that, like on a level, on the next level, I just feel like I'm letting everybody down mm. and that I'm hindering people's, you know, faith experiences, which is on like a cellular level for mm. yeah. a lot of people. And, and if that's how, you know, if I'm the conduit for that, like I just, it's just a really big responsibility, yeah. even though it's a volunteer position. And even yep. though we're just a small little baby church in the middle of nowhere. We're babies. We're pretty average. Well, whatever. <laughs> no, I, yes, I feel. <laughs> it's an average that's, what, that's what every woman loves to hear. Like, yeah, it's pretty average. Yeah, no, we're feel, used to hearing that. It's fine. No, I just meant in terms of church size. Sure. Uh, oh, sure. Right. I, I thought he meant something. No, there. I meant I thought church you meant size. mouthfeel, but whatever. Mouthfeel. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so yeah, I just you just I, preached a sermon, man. That was a little sermon you gave there. Sermon. It was. No, it was good. Hey, uh, so we have to get ready to go, but do you have any last words for the podcast before our band plays us off? <laughs> um, do I have any last words? This is where I get to like plug, plug anything I want. Yeah, sure. Um, I just say, um, don't vote for Trump, and wear a mask. <laughs> PSAs. PSA. From, uh, yeah. Hey, thanks for also women. Don't be afraid to text your guy friends about your periods. It's <laughs> it brings you together. It's Does it, dude? It's it's you don't. You're We're, not part of, it's I'm a running joke it. on this on this worship team, <laughs> and I think all the time like this is. This is another along with the things. Every male on the worship team on that text. No. Okay. Because there Jared, might be a few Jared, that might be weird. It's just Jared, Jason, and Monty. Okay. Yeah. All right. But it's one of those. I was like, oh, this is. This is another on the things that only happen at Legend. There's, I don't know that there's another church in America where that's happening. I mean, regularly. at some point we're gonna like we're gonna take the next step in our period relationship or hysterectomy. No, but I mean, I will maybe potentially send you pictures of like my dirty tampons or something like Ew, that. Oh, that's because you've probably never seen one. I've seen it. It's Have not you my seen favorite. it? Yeah, yeah. I've been. Have you for seen one? Years. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, <laughs> you know we're married, right? <laughs> Some people wrap them up in toilet paper and you never see them. Or flush yeah. them by the toilet. I don't know. I like to dangle it around the house and just be like, it's <laughs> happening. And then spike it like a football. And I'm just kidding. That I don't do that. That doesn't gross me out as much. We're losing. We're losing. Anyway, so Tamp- bloody tampons don't gross you out. No, that doesn't gross me out. Huh, okay. I, well, the other thing doesn't. Well, gross, I know what you're getting for Christmas, little buddy. Gross me out. It's just, and I'm very visual, so I can only like. <laughs> no, my kids look. Like, I can only picture all of it. Anyways, that's that's enough. <laughs> okay, that's exactly Bam, plans out. You motherfuckers need Jesus. Then 